You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm talking about vulnerability and how to know when it's safe to open your heart. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and really embrace your natural gifts. And I also teach you how to manage your sensitivities in this sometimes insensitive world that we live in. Well, hey, everybody, I am so happy to be back with you this week. And in this episode, we're talking about vulnerability, and really how to know when it's safe to open your heart. Now let's be honest here. Opening your heart to someone can be such a vulnerable act. And you're probably asking, and I've had this question asked me, well, how do I know if it's safe to do so, or even when it's safe to open my heart or to be vulnerable around somebody? And I will tell you that one mistake that I do see some empaths make is to rush into a new relationship without really noticing the behavior of this person over time. Now, those are the two key words over time, because, you know, people are on their best behavior when you first meet them, right? Or some people are anyway. And it's sometimes hard to know how to trust and when to trust. Sometimes we can go from one end of the spectrum to the other. And I know I've done this in the past. We can either jump in with both feet or maybe we've been kind of burned in the past. So we stop trusting anyone, completely shutting down, being very suspicious of people. And that's also not a very healthy way to show up in the world. And that actually started to do it once I felt like all I was doing was, I was in the point in my life where I felt like I was just attracting the wrong people. Um, I started feeling that I was just too vulnerable. And in my head, I was like, well, this doesn't work. So I decided to do the opposite. And that was really not any fun for me either. Now, this came from not trusting my intuition about people, which was always giving me the signals, but I just wasn't trusting that. Also, I was letting my guard down just enough to be manipulated. I was also giving my power away. I got caught up in being there for someone who had no interest in reciprocating, even just a little bit. Feeling like that if I I was nice enough and gave enough and was accommodating enough that it would really make up for the other person's behavior. Now, when I'm talking about the other person, the first thing that might come to your mind is a romantic partnership. This is not necessarily how it has to be. Sometimes it's a romantic partnership. It's a friendship, which is kind of what happened to me, or it could be a coworker or even a boss, to be honest. But what we're really looking for is a nice balance. We want to be vulnerable, but we also want to be able to really trust our intuition and really listen to it and act on it when it's appropriate. Now, I do have a few tips for you when it comes to knowing when you can open your heart and be vulnerable. 
One thing you can do is observe a person's behavior towards others. I mean, that's a really good sign. Ask yourself things like, is this caring behavior? The more important or sometimes more powerful question, is it consistently caring? Is their behavior consistent in this way? Now, caring when no one else is watching, you know this, it's such a powerful act to witness. Another thing that you can start to ask is how do they treat their friends and family consistently? You can get some really strong vibes or some red flags from this one. If you can just witness or be the observer, this is going to tell you so much about this person. Now, I want you to keep in mind that the way someone treats other people is bound to be the way that they treat you. Keep that in mind. You might want to listen to that one again. (laughs) Now, also, you might want to ask, how do they treat someone when there's nothing in it for them? That's a big one as well. So if you've had previous betrayals, I just want to remind you that it is so important and very, very wise to take it slow. Remember, there's no rush. Relationships unfold over time. Also, how you show up with your thoughts, your own feelings, and your actions, which is the core of what I teach and how I teach and how I coach, by the way. Now, this is something that is going to give you a strong, secure, I like to call it a container, the secure container for love and trust. Now, this is a bit of work, but this is some of the best work that you could ever, ever do for yourself. So those are some tips, a couple of questions here too, but I do love giving something practical that you can take with you. I like to call these compassionate action steps, and this takes the form of a writing exercise. And I'm sure you are not surprised if you've been listening to me for a little while. I love writing exercises. They're so helpful. So this has three parts. But this exercise is really simple. And you can do this when you are maybe starting a new relationship with a friend or a romantic partner, or you might want to revisit a relationship that you've got some question marks around. So number one, is you want to write about what makes you feel safe about being around someone in general. Write about how a person would show up in the world. How do they treat other people, especially when there's nothing in it for them? Are they consistent with their own behavior? Are they nice to you, but kind of rude and tacky to other people? That's something that's probably a red flag, to be honest. I mean, if a sense of humor and fun is important to you, that's another thing that you can write down. What makes you feel safe about being around someone? Um, Another example is maybe you're looking for a good listener. Do they tune you out when you have something to say? Or are they really listening to you? And a very, very important one is do they support your sensitivity? If you've got somebody in your life, 
that is telling you that there's no such thing as an empath and (laughs) that's a hot button for me, by the way. Um, If there's no such thing as an empath or you're too sensitive or you cry too much or, or what the, you know, the whole list that we have, that's a, that's a red flag, by the way. Okay. So number two is then you want to write about a previous betrayal and the signs that you really wish you had paid attention to. Now, I know sometimes these writing exercises are not um, all rainbows and butterflies and lollipops, but this is the work that we have to do. Now, I look back at previous relationships and friendships and even work relationships and look back in my old journals and I'm like, girl, what were you thinking? What were you doing? But instead of beating myself up, of course, I'm kind of laughing to myself. I'm like, what the heck? But instead of beating myself up about all of the perceived mistakes, I am using it, and you can too, to step into the person that you need to be for yourself. Okay, now number three is you want to define your own criteria that makes you feel safe, that makes you feel seen, and heard relaxed and comfortable around someone else in your life. Now, this could be a new person, or this could be a relationship that maybe you've had some struggles with, or maybe you're questioning this relationship. Should you continue? Should you put it on the put them in the outer circle instead of the inner circle? Now, Something you might want to ask yourself on this, is this person a good listener? You want to define what a good listener is for you. We all kind of have a different criteria. What is a good listener for you? Um, Maybe it's something like, um, are they dependable? Define what dependable looks like for you in your life. What does it mean to you? Another one might be, this person respects my sensitivities. That is my hard line in the sand. For empaths, I will tell you, this is very important. You don't want to be around somebody who's making fun of you for being sensitive. I probably need to do a whole podcast on that because I do see this. I'm just going to call it a frustration that empaths have. Hey, I finally found out that I was an empath and my whole family basically laughed me out of the room. Ooh, I know it's so frustrating. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a different episode. Um, another part of your own criteria might be how well do they give and receive love? Is it more of a 50 50? Um, and you might just want to list out different ways that's important to you. And just a reminder, a reminder, this is going to look a little different for everybody. I'm going to recap that one more time. The number one on the writing exercise, write about what makes you feel safe about being around somebody. Number two is then you're going to write about a previous betrayal and some of the signs that you wish that you had paid attention to. And number three, you're going to define your own criteria, your own list of what makes you feel safe, what makes you feel seen, and what makes you feel heard. Now, if you're ready to start thriving as an empath, if you're ready to start banishing those energy vampires, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. Just go to my website, rachelkhudson.com. 
com and just go to the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you have a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself, say nice things to yourself and be kind to others. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.